0: This is a UFC Fight Pass Special Report, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. This is Extra Rounds. UFC 266. Alexander Volkanovsky. Brian T. City Ortega. For the UFC Featherweight Championship of the World. Live from inside T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada. This is Extra Rounds. Now, alongside Pearl Gonzalez, here's your host, TJ DeSantis. We are live here inside the T-Mobile Arena for UFC 266. Hey everybody, it is TJ DeSantis along with Pearl Gonzalez. It is Extra Rounds presented by DraftKings.com. And International Fight Week has gone on all week and it culminates tonight right here inside T-Mobile Arena. You know the featherweight championship of the world is on the line when Alexander Volkanovski takes on Brian Ortega. Also in your co-main event, we have the uh, women's flyweight championship of the world on the line when Valentina Shevchenko takes on lucky Lauren Murphy. And a feature not to miss when we see five rounds of middleweight action between Nick Diaz and Robbie Lawler. But one other fight. You might want to keep your eyes on. It's me, T.J. DeSantis <laughs> against Pearl Gonzalez. I, I we are going this. head to head right. with some fight picks as we break down all of the action. Let's start with our main event, Pearl. <laughs> no, no, got no,
1: no, 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 you can't go. You can't oh, slide why? past that. What? Go back to that picture. All right, fine. What fine. are you doing in this picture here? Th- that's my, like, mean, I'm going to beat you up face. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, that's, that's what a that knuckle, is. That's a knuckle sandwich You're right there? Sa- that's a knuckle oh. sandwich. <laughs> Love it.
0: Don't don't be hating. Come on <laughs> ah. now.
1: Oh man. You know, that's like, awesome. I'm, I'm intimidating,
0: you know? Like. <laughs> Alright. Now can I play Highlights of you the You can play Highlights. <laughs> Alright. Alexander Volkanovski defending his title tonight. It's the first time this man finds himself in a championship affair against someone other than Max Holloway. His two previous fights with Holloway. Contentious, to say the least. Some people thought that he didn't necessarily do enough to earn the decision, but he did do enough on the judges' scorecards. He is the UFC featherweight champion. Standing opposite him tonight is Brian Ortega. Ortega finds himself in familiar territory. He's been in that championship spotlight once before against the aforementioned Max Holloway. But let's you know talk about this fight, see how you break it down, and uh, obviously get a pick because we're going head to head. Alexander Volkanovski will he feel any pressure tonight extra pressure being that you know when i i look at his uh, you know other fights with max holloway to capture the title there was arguments that he didn't win the fight is there extra pressure to you know make that statement tonight against brian
1: ortega i don't know if it's extra pressure but i do believe that it's extra motivation it's and it's, it's it gives him a little bit of extra drive to go out there to dominate these two gentlemen unlike unlike the max holloway fight these two gentlemen just spent how many weeks together on the ultimate fighter? Right. Competing against each other. Team wise. Maybe not against each other, but but they were competing against each other. So it's it's much more personal, I believe, than it would be the Max Holloway fight. And both of these gentlemen have had to be face to face, have spent a lot of time together. They felt each other's energy. I mean, that makes this this dynamic of this fight completely different than the Max Holloway fights. Yeah, you
0: mentioned the sort of personal narrative, because I think this fight is personal to Brian Ortega. At the stare down, these guys were really in each other's face. Volkanovski was talking a lot, and you could see almost the demeanor of Brian Ortega change a little bit. Now, sometimes that can work well and fire up a fighter to make them you know, have more aggression. Sometimes you don't want to, you know, wake the sleeping bear, if you will. Other times it can rattle them and and get them, you know, off kilter a little bit, maybe fight a little more emotional or too aggressive. When you look at Brian Ortega, you know, how do you think his personal animosity will fit into the way he actually performs tonight inside the Octagon?
1: You know i don't think it matters if we can just all i can just continue to go back to whenever i think of ortega is that last performance against the zombie it was incredible i mean he came out here he looked like a completely different fighter you can tell he's been in the gym he takes this very seriously he's extremely talented on the ground and he's put just as much work into his his striking and his striking is really coming together now he looks amazing he is a well-rounded complete fighter so the brian ortega that we see tonight competing for this belt is 100 percent completely different than the ortega that we saw compete for the belt the last time
0: so the stage is set we know who the luminaries are in this main event a lot is on the line at 145 pounds whoever gets their hand raised will walk out the winner and the champion of the featherweight division so pearl we're going head to head it's you versus me what is your pick here is it uh, Volkanovski, and still, or Ortega and new?
1: So, before I give my my answer to this, I just have to say, I want Ortega to win this fight. However, the dynamic that's happened, the, the energy that's going on between the two, the confidence in Volkanovski right now, the way he stared this man in his eyes yesterday at the weigh-ins, I believe it will be and still, and Volkanovski will walk out with his belt.
0: He's definitely a tough out to say the least, and that is why he is the uh, favorite. We'll look at the DraftKings uh, odds here in a moment, but we're still going head to head. Pearl's pick is in, it is Alexander Volkanovsky, and I- I'm keeping in line with you as well. So no differences yet. Mm. I will go with Volko to take that championship back to New Zealand. He's just a tough fighter. I don't know how you necessarily uh, approach him, especially when he gets his game going. If Ortega is going to win this fight, he's going to have to make a statement early and make Volkanovski make the adjustments throughout the 5 rounds rather than Ortega starting from behind by dropping those first two rounds.
1: Absolutely. And Ortega is the longer, lankier fighter. I mean, he came out he's got he's got these amazing spinning elbows and and spinning punches. I mean, he looks incredible. And then once he frustrates you and you get him to the mat, he Will submit you Volkanovski is a fantastic grappler he can take you down at will now does this play a big factor in this fight that's the question I do believe that Volkanovski is very very prepared for the grappling on the ground I believe he understands what he needs to do to control the position to stay square on the hips to not allow his limbs to kind of get to get lost in this in this fight here and and he'll just put the pressure on and um, you know, again, I want Ortega to win. I love Ortega. I'm such a big fan of Brian Ortega, but I think Volkanovski is, is, has a lot of momentum on his side.
0: Speaking of uh, momentum, a lot of hype behind the featherweight champion as well. Minus 170 favorite is Alexander Volkanovski. This really hasn't changed much since this line opened up. Ortega's got a little bit uh, of more backing uh, on the underdog side, uh, plus 150 uh, for him. But again, the champion is your favorite according to the DraftKings Sportsbook. Looking at the odds, minus 1250 is Valentina Shevchenko. She is back inside the octagon tonight to defend her flyweight championship. She takes on lucky Lauren Murphy. When we look at Valentina Shevchenko, this woman truly is the best in the world at flyweight and is arguably right there in line step for step with Amanda Nunes. Obviously, she's come up short to uh, Nunes in the past. But for Shevchenko, she obviously wants to try to get that top spot and be the greatest female in the sport pound for pound. In order to do that, she needs to keep doing what she does. And that is, you know, staying in line, staying, you know, perfect and and far and away above the rest of the pack at 125 pounds. What are your thoughts on Shevchenko in this fight tonight? Because I got to imagine Pearl being that big of a favorite, minus 1250, it's a lot to ask uh, of an athlete uh, to go out there and, and dominate as much as that line looks like it says you should.
1: You know, if there is any athlete, any athlete on this card that is more than well-prepared and I mean that not just by tonight, but a lifetime of skills, a lifetime of dedicating themselves to this sport, it's Valentina Shevchenko. She is so solid in every area of her 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 game. She's got phenomenal striking as we've seen numerous times she has the ability to time you her 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 accuracy and her striking is just it's another level it's very hard to get in on chef Shanko because of her striking but when you do happen to get on in on, on her and maybe you do get in she has this incredible she's a black belt in judo she has fantastic judo and when you watch her judo it's not just a toss here she's setting up two to three moves before she actually gets you down so she moves you to the right and then she ta- moves you to the left and then she takes you down Now, once we hit the mat, she's very aware of what is happening on the ground. She's competed against some of the best grapplers in the world. She understands how to to keep the hip square, how to get past the guard, to get to a dominant position, and and get what she wants. And that's a win or a finish in the fights.
0: Now, standing opposite her tonight is the woman they call Lucky, Lucky Lauren Murphy. You know, this woman has been on a roll and has gone through so many hardships and challenges outside of the octagon that I'm like, I'm tearing up thinking about it, honestly. This woman has been through massive challenges in life and has succeeded and got to, you know, the very close, you know, top of that mountaintop. And tonight, if she pulls off the upset, Lauren Murphy will walk out of Vegas as the new UFC flyweight champion of the world. However, her nickname may be lucky, but luck has nothing to do with it for Lauren Murphy to walk out as the new UFC flyweight champion She's going to have to be more than just lucky. What does she have to do to stop a woman who seems unstoppable against anybody else at 125 pounds?
1: You know, TJ, when I think of luck, when I think of the definition of luck, luck is is when preparation meets opportunity. If there is anybody that is more prepared to, to make possible the impossible. It is Lauren Murphy. This woman has been through everything and she is standing here. If you understand her backstory, if you understand how truly strong, determined, this woman is, you can really get behind and respect how hard she's worked. She's on a five fight winning streak. She's She's been in there with the best. She comes in, she knows what she's doing, she's so tough, she's never backed down. She's a champion from other other what's the word what's promotions. The word? Promotions, thank you. She's a champion from other promotions. I mean you can't you cannot count this woman out. She is incredible in her skills and her will, her will, her determination to win is like no other. And for that reason, if there is any woman that can can do this. It can be Lauren Murphy.
0: So with that in mind, I think that even Valentina Shevchenko fans would say if Lauren Murphy is somehow able to pull off the impossible and and have a miracle in Vegas, they're going to be proud of of Lauren Murphy. It's a good story. But again, Valentina Shevchenko is the best in the world at 125 pounds for a reason. You and I are going head to head. Who do you got, the champ, or is it lucky Lauren Murphy's time to shine?
1: Again, this is one of those fights. Who do I want to win? There's no one I want more to win than Lauren Murphy in this fight. However, I believe Valentina is is so talented. She's She's just so on point in every area of this game. I see Valentina walking out, and still, still the champion tonight.
0: Yeah, it's it's. I mean, I would love to go the other way and say that we're going to see a Lauren Murphy miracle here tonight. But you and I are going head to head. I can't fall behind. I got to go with Valentina Shevchenko. I want Lauren Murphy. I'll go crazy. I'll oh go, my you goodness. and I will, I'm going to cry. I see, how I can you cry. not? I mean, I'm I talk about her adversity, and and I literally get a lump in my throat. Right. It's almost like when you were walking to the cage, and I was calling some of your fights, talking about your journey. <laughs> Now you just make me cry because you threatened me with knuckle sandwiches. (laughs) But we go head to head. We continue on here. Again, your co-main event, Valentina Shevchenko, Lauren Murphy headed your way later tonight. But in the middleweight division, a five-round non-title affair between Nick Diaz and ruthless Robbie Lawler. When I look at this fight on paper, It's hard to really size up. Nick Diaz earlier this week says, look, I want to uh, move this fight to 185 pounds. They first met 17 years ago at 170 pounds. This fight, again, was supposed to be at 170 pounds. That said, the Diaz camp reached out and said, look, let's fight at 185. Robbie Lawler didn't have a problem with that, so they moved the bout to middleweight. But now I'm sitting here, Pearl, thinking, who does this benefit when we look at Robbie Lawler and Nick Diaz, both former welterweight champions. Uh, Lawler, a welterweight champion here in the UFC. For Diaz, he was a former Strike Force welterweight champion. But one thing that few people remember, unless you go into the archives over at UFC Fight Pass, former Elite XC middleweight champion is Robbie Lawler. So that might benefit him because he has had success at a high level in this weight class. But now when we get back to you know Nick Diaz and the topic of his return here tonight, I am curious what we can really even glean and and come to expect from diaz because this is a man that you know has a a lot to think about it's been 17 years since he last fought he's never lost a rematch but that said what can we expect from him because we haven't seen nick fight in, in over five years when he did fight at middleweight against anderson silva but i feel like whoever nick diaz is tonight he's not reintroducing himself to us he's introducing this version of himself right. to us because he's a completely different fighter from any of the other times we've seen him over the years.
1: Absolutely, TJ, you said it correct. He is. Five years, that's I mean that's a whole career. We've seen people change and, and, and evolve in six months, in three months. So five years this has given him a lot of time to go home, to deal with whatever he needs to deal with personally, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, as well as physically. So we will see a brand new Nick Diaz tonight. We will see a whole new and, and completely different fighter. Now his heart the, the fightmanship that he has, that's never going to go away. We will always have that. Um, the mental warfare, that will be there. However, the skills will change tonight, and we will see. We will see. I believe in this fight that Robbie Lawler, um, he, he has the momentum on his side. He's been the more active fighter. He's been more present in the fight. He's He's been around these the fighters that have evolved. I mean, the, the sport has evolved. Think about the last time that Nick Diaz stepped inside this octagon. That was five years ago how much has this sport evolved in evolved evolved yeah okay, there we go it's how a- much has this sport evolved in just a year so imagine five years i mean the sport is, is is it's a completely different sport five years later robbie lawler has seen it he's been around the fighters he's 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 been a part of this evolution nick diaz granted maybe he has he has not really been inside firsthand like robbie lawler has
0: so i guess the question now for this fight, it is still five rounds. It's in the middleweight division. That that has changed. But does the move to 185 benefit Robbie more than it benefits Nick? I understand that Nick, you know, realized that that weight cut was probably not something you wanted to endure. But did he inadvertently give Robbie the ability to pack more power in his punch? Because when you size the two up historically, Robbie Robbie has always been bigger than Nick. Does right. be, does Lawler benefit from having not? you know, no cut essentially and will that add more power to his punch
1: You know I think that this benefits both fighters Coming from for me I understand the weight cut and we talked about this earlier in the week the last 10 pounds this is this is all, this is just water weight that we're cutting at this point. So now we're just depleting the body of the nutrients, the water that's necessary, and then you gotta replenish, rehydrate within 30 hours. That's a a lot for the body to do, and most people don't understand, but it is very hard on the body. It takes a long time for the body to, to heal from that, a lot longer than 30 hours. So I believe them moving up was one of the smartest things as a fighter they could possibly do. They both know each other, they've been inside the octagon together, why cut the weight? Why deplete their bodies? Why Why even go through that when they can just come in strong, healthy, you know, walking in at their walk-in weight and fight each other? We, will, we are blessed tonight to see just real fighters tonight without any depletion, without any sacrifice of their weight and their, their body and their health, and they're going to go in there and, and, and be the best that they can be.
0: Now, this is a five-round non-title affair, and honestly, this is a great card. UFC 266, it's got to be a great card because it shuts down International Fight Week, the Hall of Fame ceremony, and the fan experience. It's all been leading up to this moment. But if you were to say, you get one fight, okay, one wait. fight on this card. Wait,
1: wait, wait. What? Let me answer your question, though, TJ. So you asked me who benefits. Let me tell you who okay. benefits from, from this uh, this move up. We all do. We as fans benefit from this because they are going to come out and be better athletes than they would have had they have cut these 10 pounds. So that is my answer. We benefit. And I
0: I don't dislike catchweight fights. You know, especially like they're not top tier ranked uh, contenders right right now at 170. So if there was going to be anything that could potentially make this fight not happen, just eliminate it. So you move the fight up to 185, and this is like one of my favorite songs.
1: I don't know if you guys hear, it, but the arena is amazing. The energy here already—it is. is incredible. It is. Oh my goodness. We are
0: we are live inside T-Mobile Arena on the concourse. You can uh, you know see that uh, you know people are, are walking through, getting ready, and uh, you know we're still getting ready, getting hyped and getting primed. Talking a little bit more though, again about this. Uh, five-round middleweight affair. Um, One thing I got to talk about, though, is is the odds, uh, courtesy of DraftKings. Um, Looking at uh, Robbie Lawler, he's minus 160 now as the favorite. The comeback on Nick Diaz, plus 140. They were even uh, at minus 110 when we did the show at the Hall of Fame on Wednesday. So, you know what? I'm hearing Bruce Buffer right now. I, I don't know if the people at home can hear it. But Bruce Buffer has taken the octagon as the uh, fight pass prelims are getting underway. But uh, not to take away the shine from Bruce Buffer or the fight pass prelims, we still have a fight here. Pearl Gonzalez, TJ DeSantis, head to head. I need to know, Pearl, your thoughts on this co main, or this, I, you know, it almost feature, is a co main, but it's a feature. Right. It's a feature. Nick Diaz, Robbie Lawler, too, at 185 pounds. I got to get your pick here. What do you say? Uh, when these guys take the octagon later tonight.
1: You know, when you messaged me this, and I, I definitely took my time on these, because it's like, oh, my heart wants one thing, but but analyzing the fights and skills, when I look at skills and I compare the skills and I compare all the factors that come into when you have to show up on fight night, it, it goes against what my heart wants. My heart wants Nick Diaz when I love the Diaz brothers. I love everything that they stand for. Um, and I love all he was talking about this week. However, well, there's I do, a however. however, I do believe that Robbie Lawler is going to walk out with the W tonight.
0: It, does it have anything to do with the weight change? Do you, do you feel like that was a tell? Because again, the feel was that this could have gone either way when it came to the odds, but since that weight change, the the line has changed as well. Did, did that af- affect your uh, opinion and decision on on picking Robbie Lawler?
1: Not at all. I, like I said, I believe that we benefit. It does not change the fight. It does not change the the way the outcome of this fight, the 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 weight discrepancy or whatnot. What I believe, why I believe that Robbie will win is is the skills wise. I striking. He has the advantage. Can Nick get him down? I mean, that's the biggest thing. If he can get him down, then can he have his way on the ground? And I. I just don't see him being able to to get Robbie down, to keep him down and or submit him. I want him to. However, I do believe that Robbie Lawler does have the better skill set on the feet and can also deal with the grappling on the ground.
0: So we've gone step for step thus far in our head to head. And uh, because of that reason, I'm going to have to go the other way. I'm going to go with Nick Diaz. Uh, I feel that... A lot of it comes down to something that you and I have talked about a lot in our time breaking down fights. There are fighters that are in a mindset in their 20s that is much different than a mindset in their 30s and so on. And for Nick Diaz, yes, he identified that he wasn't going to be able to be the best fighter he could be making that cut. And some people will think that it's somewhat maybe disrespectful or a, a lack of uh, motivation or effort. What I say is this man hasn't fought in five years. Maybe his body has changed. You know, your body does change throughout y- your life, and you know, cutting weight. Nick hasn't had to do that since his last fight, so maybe he found himself just you know metabolically different than the last time. So he identified that. He comes in. He did the right thing did not have to have a, a, a tough weight cut, and he's better for it. Now the question is. Is Robbie Lawler significantly better for it? Will this backfire? I'm not sure, but we're gonna find out in uh, you know just a few hours here over the course of uh, 25 minutes.
1: So I mean, who wins? So when between this fight between you and I, what's like what, who wins and what do we win? So
0: this is round one. We're gonna oh. do this for the rest of the year, and uh, we'll figure it out. Like oh. I might make you uh, put a picture of me on your Instagram feed like every day. <laughs> For a ah, week, I love it. You know.
1: Okay. And okay. And then you
0: know I, you can name your your prize. I guess. I, don't, I know. don't
1: know. Maybe like a purse or something or a pair a of shoes.
0: purse. <laughs> something tells me a purse like for a Pearl Louis Gonzalez t- like costs a lot of money. <laughs> a lot of money. All right. People are trying to handle things over. We've got other fights too. Uh, Just got Andraj uh, back on the card. Uh, we also um, have. Uh, uh, Cynthia uh, Cynthia called vo fighting. Um, I I mean, this card is stacked, honestly, from top to bottom. It it is stacked. Let's take a a quick look at your uh, main card odds. Again, courtesy of DraftKings. uh, Robbie Lawler, again, the favorite over Nick Diaz. That definitely closed uh, a lot closer earlier. Um, than it was this week. Uh, Jessica Andrade mentioned she's the minus 280 favorite over Cynthia Calvillo. Plus 225 is the comeback uh, on Calvillo. Curtis Blades back in action. Minus 210 uh, is the razor. He takes on Jairzinho Rosenstrike. The comeback on Rosenstrike at plus 245. DraftKings Sportsbook is bringing you plenty of ways to get in on the action during UFC 266. For UFC 266 only, new DraftKings customers can bet $1 on any fight and earn $150 instantly. Just use the promo code Fight pass when you sign up today. DraftKings King Sportsbook. Bet with the only top rated sportsbook that matters. Now, I'm, I'm not sure what the line is on DeSantis versus Gonzalez. I mean, if they were smart, I'm pretty sure that the line would be. Or I mean,. Pearl m- Gonzalez. Well, maybe. Maybe. I mean, I, I don't necessarily think so, but maybe. Yeah. I'm not going to say. I'm not going sure. well, to no, say you're wrong. <laughs> I'm not going to say you're wrong. I'm not going to say you're right either because I don't want to give you that satisfaction.
1: <laughs> I love it
0: anything uh any takeaway before we send the people over to fight pass and you know get in on the prelims because this has been an awesome week international fight week we're at the hall of fame ceremony talked to so many great people if you missed that broadcast by the way you can check it out uh from dustin poirier to hoist gracie everyone was stopping by uh las vegas is the place to be and we've been at the center of it all
1: oh my god it, it is it's been a fantastic week tj but there are there's some big fights that are happening in these divisions. We've got the 125 uh, female division, the flyweight division here. You, like you mentioned, you have Calvillo and Andrade fighting, which is a very big fight in this division. We also have Roxanne Roxanne Monteferri, who's making her 50th, 50th Probably. or 49. Probably. I mean, you, you could have told 49th me it's or 50th her 50th fight tonight. Right. And uh, this is a very big fight because she is competing against. Uh, a newer flyweight. So it's a very big fight for the flyweight division. Both of these fights are very big, actually. And we also have two big fights in the heavyweight division, which is one of the most exciting divisions right now in the UFC. So there's a there's a lot to look forward to tonight. An amazing night of fights. That's all I have. Let me take a sip of my drink.
0: Marlon Moraes also in action tonight. He takes on mm-hmm. the uh, charge of our guy Ray yes, Longo, right. Rob Dwalashvili. I, <laughs> I need a few drinks to say Dwalashvili correctly. <laughs> Um, but uh, that, that's gonna be a fantastic fight. So yes. again, really just from top to bottom, this is a fight card you cannot miss. And the prelims have uh, started up uh, right now over on UFC Fight Pass. Want to remind you a little bit later tonight, immediately following the card, we'll be back live to break down all of the action. And uh, don't worry, I'll be tallying up the scorecard. As like I said, we go head to head. I plan on you making like uh, like a tribute page on your Instagram feed for a week. Just and to me. And I plan on awesome having a new right? bag. I really should have thought this through.
1: (laughs) Amazing night. Make sure if you guys are here, if you are here in the T-Mobile arena, we are live. Come by, stop by, say hi to us. We are here. And uh, they can also tune in online as well, right? Right. I mean,
0: if they're watching us. It's right here where you already are. If you're watching live on Facebook, be back here. And then uh, don't don't worry. If you uh, you know can't make it, if uh, you're too tuckered out at 10.30 at night and got to go to bed because uh, UFC 266 kicked your own ass, that's all right. We're <laughs> archived anytime over on UFC Fight Pass. You can check out the uh, archive in audio form anytime over on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio. And all the rest. So enjoy the fights, and we'll see you uh, in a couple hours. Immediately following UFC 266 for Pro Gonzalez, I'm TJ Desantis. It's extra rounds right here on UFC Fight Pass. This concludes our live broadcast of Extra Rounds. Are we still on the air? Watch the archive anytime on UFC Fight Pass or Facebook.com slash UFC Fight Pass. You can also listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or anywhere you listen to podcasts.